What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? What's going on, y'all? Welcome. Back to another week. Yep, the Food Joint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mills. I'm your other host, P. What's going on, man? How was your week? It was good. It was uh, It was quiet. That's quiet cool. in the sense where even though we worked, mm-hmm. we weren't like zombies by the end of the week. Right. It was uh, organized and low-key. Okay. Which, which I can appreciate. Yeah, I mean, you always gotta relish those days. Oh when yeah, you can get the you get the chill. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's going on? Can't call it, man. They they killing me these next couple of weeks, boy. I'm tired. What y'all got going on? <sighs> I don't want to. <laughs> there's no other way for me to say it without saying what my where where I'm working at now. Okay. But y'all I, busy. Fuck. I think. I'm I'm on pace to work 13 days straight. I, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. It's uh, but I'm too old for this shit, bro. By day, by day eight, mm-hmm. I'm cooked. So back then, when I used to do it, like when I was working at steakhouses, day ten, I'm cooked. Nowadays, day three, I'm cooked. Day eight, I got a second win. It's, okay. And then it's hard. And then I can keep going. It's hard for me to shut down after that because I just get in autopilot. I got you. So that, like, I crash early and then I kick in the autopilot a couple of days later and I don't know how to turn it off. Like, I'm getting better at, like, shutting that part of me down. But yeah. At that point, like like day eight, ten. At that point, it's like fight or flight. It's not even fight or flight. It's there. I don't. There's nothing else. Like I already get up at six in the morning every day. So now I was wake up, walk the dog, do such and such, get ready for work, and it, it's just like a repetitive, a repetitive yeah, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, man. Uh, what you eat this week? For the first time since we've been doing this, nothing. <laughs> you know what? You know what's crazy? I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you this week. I ain't eat nothing. 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 I, nothing. I had no- e- I had eel, but like that ain't. That's my regular sushi order. That ain't. Oh right. That was just yeah. Dinner. Like dog. Listen. Nothing noteworthy. Nothing worth raving about. Nothing. Yeah. No. That, but it's again. That's okay. That's okay, man. Like it's all right. Because I feel like if I was to try to think of something. I'll be lying to the listeners, and that's the last thing I want to do. So I'd rather just say yeah. nothing. Yeah. I, listen, my cheeseburger, French fries, like here and there. Eat, like I ordered like sushi because I was like, I need something different. Right. But it wasn't, it was the same order I always get. I always get tuna, I always get eel. Like, and those aren't noteworthy. It's just like regular. Yeah, because listen, when I tell you, I survive off PB&Js and oodles and noodles. Mm-hmm. That is it. And I already referenced that already. You got to be careful with the noodles and noodles, though. Mad sodium. <sighs> yeah. That's the one where, that's when I, remember I said sodium gets a bad rap? Yeah. That, that's reason number one. Because yeah, karama noodles, cup of noodles, be like a thousand milligrams <laughs> yeah. of sodium in there. Like, what? The uh, the mar- the maruchans, they ain't no, they ain't no better. They're they're all not good for you. The only one that that is reasonable and because you can dictate how much is the the ramen noodles that come in the pack. 
because you don't have to put the whole pack in there. That's where all the salt is. Yeah. So I'll do like a quarter of it. Or I won't even do that. I'll just get some chicken stock or some. I don't want to promote this until they pay us. But there's a thing. They have actual base. You can buy them in a the supermarket. I want like putting it out there. That's going to be one of our sponsors. The one in the block that you no, open no. up and drop in? No, like no, no, the, no, no, no. I'll, I'll show you. The one you got to stir in. I'll show you. All right. It's like it's like the base we get at work. Okay, I figured I figured you were yeah, talking about yeah, that. Yeah, but they got them in the that no that base that is good. Listen, let me. Tell and you I something. think I know what you're talking about. I ain't gonna say the name, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them. I got them in the. I got them in the refrigerator right now. Three different versions, and then they had a commercial. Yes, do you ain't gotta finish putting? You ain't gotta finish putting. Yeah, them. Yeah, them. Oh, you yeah, know they're excellent. I just they just had a commercial and they got six new ones. Oh my god. Yeah. I need. All of them. Yeah, no, they're excellent. Yes, amazing. I don't. That's it. I don't buy like they chicken. might. They might have cornered the market on base. They didn't even corner it. They just. They just opened the door and said, "Look, guys, we here now." Not even we here now. Look, guys, because it, we. If you're in this industry, you know what base looks like. Yeah. They just the first ones to like say, "All right, let's take it from like we know this sector people know, but let's give it to everybody, and everybody still don't know." I put my mom on. My mom swears by it. She was like, I don't know. She was looking at the sodium. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, don't use as much. I about to say that. You don't need a lot. But my mom, she doesn't. Like, she cooks for herself. Like, the the, the base conversation is you got to explain to people how to use it. It's not like a bouillon cube. It's not like chicken stock you buy in the carton. You got to explain it. So then she, same thing. She made a couple noodles. Well, she made the ramen, and she do her own thing, like her ramen crazy. And she put that little in there, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, she was like, "It's better than the seasoning that come in the pack." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm t- way I'm- better, uh, and it's healthier, way better." So, but yeah, which sorry guys, what you eat this week was kind of kind of tame because we ain't really eat shit. But it ain't always gonna be <laughs> gold and platinum. Sometimes it's cool. It's cool rocking a wood chain. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, listen. Plus, uh, plus, I think like for us, the expectation grows as uh, week by week. The more our our listeners grow, and the more streams we get, and I, and this is one thing, one segment that everybody can relate to. I'm a counter that, and I said this last week. We can't make our expectations so high. We just gotta tell the stories as they are. Yeah. We, we listen. I'm gonna get. We are not jumping through flame hoops one week, then setting ourselves on fire the next week, and then petting tigers the following. We're not gonna do that. Like, no. We're gonna give y'all the stories and the information as they are, and these y'all just we letting y'all in into our regular day conversation. It's just that our regular conversations are not put out there like that. Like I was listening to a. Uh, I was listening to a. Um, culinary podcast the other day all right i was like wow this is boring no yeah because some of them are just some of them most of them are too informational and i feel like i'm in a lecture it's it was like she was like so how'd you get started and she was british she was like well i went it was in wales and and it was like next god next next yeah i mean listen if, if you can't captivate your audience like the first 
two minutes of of, mm-hmm. going, of going live, you're cooked. You're done. Not even, but it's a it's a it's a market for that. It is. It can't be on a podcast because that market. You know who's at the top of that market? Martha Stewart. Yeah, and she transcends everybody. Everybody knows Martha. That's that it. that you gotta you have to have a visual with that. You can't just talk and just say, "Well, it's just a pinch of this and pinch of this," because all the hearing it and actually putting it into physical action, it doesn't really translate. Plus, one thing I learned recently mm-hmm. is you can't really take a recipe from somebody else mm-hmm. and. They tell you, well, you just need, like you said, a pinch of this, a half a handful of this, a handful of that, or whatever the case may be, and replicate it when your hand is two times as big as mine. So my hand, you might say a pinch, your hand pinch, and my hand pinch is totally different. So then it's like, well, damn, I I thought I told you. I'm like, I did, but look at what I'm working with. (laughs) And and that'd be the thing, like. Even when you when I gotta write recipes for work, I have to like manually measure things for for people because I don't want it to get lost in translation. Yeah, yeah. I'll be every recipe I've written since I've been there does not include salt and pepper because I don't want to tell you how much salt and pepper. I'd rather you at the end of it say it needs salt and pepper, and then we. Le- uh, level by level added in okay maybe a little more maybe a little more you're not it's not going to be oh i put too much we'll never have that conversation It'll well you know what's funny you say enough. that i was when i used to work at the hotel my man would always tell me like yo like don't be afraid of don't be afraid of salt like don't be afraid of that shit like put that shit in there and i say to him <laughs> and my thing was this is what i said to him i said listen I'd rather not add enough and we taste it and then we have to add more than I add too much and now I've fucked it. You can always add. You cannot take away. Exactly. And he was like, well, you know, if you knew what you was doing, I'm like, like, bro, it's not about me knowing what I'm doing. I said, you've been doing this for 20 plus years. I've mm -hmm. I've been doing this. For like 12, almost 13 months. Your level of expertise and mine are totally different. Now, I understand that this is how you are trying to. This is your way of trying to elevate me to get me to step my shit up. I do. I absolutely get it. But you're going about it the wrong way. Because. I'll figure it out. But you cussing me out and downgrading me it's not going to work for me it's not going to be oh i'm gonna show them i'm just going to be like shut down yeah well shit well, I ain't, i'm not going to him yeah because every time i come to him it's always some shit i'd rather figure it out on my own that's it and it's not and i don't want anybody to think that oh well you know you're, you're showing weakness no but after a while you get tired of the verbal abuse and it's like, yeah, it's like, all right, bro, before this shit goes someplace else, let me just back off because then I don't want to say something mm-hmm. 
And then it's either I'm writing a check that my ass can't cash or I'm coming off as being overly aggressive, but be, I'm be also being disrespectful because of my position versus his position versus her position. Right. Because a lot of times people still operate with the old school thinking of it of, well, you ain't pay your fucking dues. So, like, how dare you talk to me like this? But see, but how dare you talk to me? Like, real quick, I, I'm a person just like you. See, the old school thing is, I think that part gets confused. It's not about paying your dues at all. It's about respect. That's it. That's it. Now, <laughs> the manner of which they talk to you to get you to respect them is wild. Wild as shit. But it, ultimately, it is about respect. Because, again, right. you I cannot stress this, stress this enough. You can kill someone. You can. With negligence. With negligence yeah. and recklessness. Yeah. You can kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. So you better it's it's you better show some sense of humility and appreciation. No, you because that. you keep if you fuck up so I always tell my I always tell all my cooks about this. It's called Chef's Karma. Everything you do, next time you go out to eat, you getting it right back. So you accidentally send somebody to the hospital, karma say, I'm going to kill you in response. So chef's karma is how you cook and deliver your food and how much you care. That's what you're going to get back when you go out to eat. Right, right. Now, and I, I don't care. Wait, I don't real quick. I don't care if you go to McDonald's, that little loogie special, because you was giving out loogie specials. You're not you're not opposed you're not opposed to that? No. You might no. get you that might be the thing you get. Yeah. Disgusting, so, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, you listen, you're right. But real quick, just to end that that little story, um, we've had several conversations like after that mm -hmm. and you know, um it was his way of trying to get me to wake up. And we talked about it and everything, and like we're super good. Mm -hmm. Like that's 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 like big bro. Right, because you know he definitely l tried his best to look out for me in right. every way that he could, and once I took the job that I'm working at now, I actually reached out to him mm -hmm. and apologized and thanked him for looking out for me the way that he did, mm -hmm. good, bad, and indifferent, mm -hmm. because he was trying to just he was trying to teach me. But I just really get me ready for what comes next. Cause and I didn't see his vision mm -hmm. until afterwards. And I'm like, so this is what he was on. Yeah. And a lot of times I was taking it the wrong way. But now looking at it, those times when he was like, yo, I, I ain't fucking with you like that no more. You hard-headed. You don't listen. Yada, yada, yada. This and the third. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Because you know what? It a person like that. You can tell he's been in the business a long time and he understands and he also had the mind state of, I don't have the patience. You either figure it out or I'm moving on. Yeah. And once you've been doing this for so long and it's effortless and you forget how to teach, you become impatient. Like I'm at that point now. I had to like, <clears throat> I had I haven't even been there for a year and I got my review. The big thing was, does not have patience does not really know how to teach but 
it's a thing of it's not that I don't have patience. If I show you, I'll I'll show you once. We'll do it together the second time. The third time, you're on your own. But I'm here to help. I'm your resource. When it gets to four, five, six, I see you. Because I'm going to have to end up doing the work anyway. So would you? Would I rather help you not mess it up or would I rather do it myself and do it right the first time? Because I hate doing it over. And I know that's how he was, like, thinking about it. Yeah. I, I ain't got the patience yeah. for this. And then also, like... I would get ready to put some shit out, and I thought it was fire. It's all right. Like, this shit, like, I'm like, yo, this shit, my best shit ever. Like, this shit, this shit flames. And it's funny as shit because I was, you know, chubby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would call me Chunk. That was my, <laughs> that was one of my, that was, that was my nickname from him. Uh-huh. He was like, yo, Chunk, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm like, what you mean? He's like, yo, this some, this some bullshit. You about to put this out? And I'm like, man, I thought it was good. You thought wrong. Like, yo, man, like, yo, come here. This, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you don't give a fuck. And I'm like, no, I promise you I do. Like, I, I just, I don't, what are, you, like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going on? It's bland. And he's like, no soul. he's like, yo, look, man. Put some herbs in that shit. What the fuck is going on? Like, like, <laughs> he, like, dog, he would get belligerent. Like, yo, like, what's up? You're like, you ain't got no pussy last night? Like, what's up? Bro, yeah. And I'm like, all right, yo. And then it's like, I just knew. The more I tried to justify my shit to him, the digger, excuse me, the 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 um the deeper the hole got. the hole got, and it's just like you know what, my bad. But, but that's it, and that's what the old school way teach you. I apologize, my bad. It won't happen again. We don't need to hear none of that. Yeah. No excuse, none of that. I apologize, won't happen again, chef. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Mind <laughs> you, I'm I'm in here. I'm giving him like. Like God level game that I think I'm running on him, and he's like, "Yo, get your fake philosophy ass the fuck out of here, yo!" <laughs> that's like that's like that's probably what you should have been doing, not this that shit. <laughs> he right? I be like, I be like, answer the question. But no, I'd be like this and this. but answer the question I asked you. Right. And more often than not, it'd be like, and it, it it'll be nothing, and it'd be right. like, "I'm sorry, shit won't happen again." And it'd right. be like that that just get to that point. That's right. it. So shout out to my big bro. He knows who he is. We went off on a little tangent for sure just for now. Sure. So we officially we made, going to get into the show now. Yeah, we made up for it because we didn't have what you eat. There so, you go. There you go. So we gave y'all a couple extra minutes yeah. of some random banter. So, so, but, so what's going on? What you got for, on the docket for us today? For for um for my motivational mic drop this week, get some rest, everybody. Is is this like the part two to the taking care of yourself yes. from last week? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Get some rest. When your body, your body, the human body is a, there is no word that could describe how powerful the human body is. It's amazing. It's essentially humans are Wolverine. It self heals. It heals itself. That part of you only works when you're getting rest. Yeah. When you're tired and you're, by, and you're telling yourself, I got to stay awake, go to bed. Go take your little cat nap. Do something. Your body will tell you when something's not right. So my motivational mic drive for this week is get you some rest. I know they say, I don't, I'm, I don't sleep. Sleep is for the week. I'm out here hustling. You're out here about to... <laughs> hurt yourself right because 
too like not enough sleep is not conducive. I don't know if you y'all you I'm pretty sure you remember when Ross had that that um seizure on the plane. Yeah. Had that seizure on the plane. He yeah, was like, man, I was sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. Sleeping two hours, doing drugs, like not saying drugs is cool, but uh you can sleep them off. Right. So guys get rest. Guys, gals, whoever. Chefs as a collective. That's what we, I think. That's what we're gonna call our like our 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 crew of fans, chefs, or we gotta think of something way more creative. If we can't think of something way more creative, then we can go we, with that route because yeah. for right now, chefs, yeah, the, chefs, it's the bear, it's the bear route, yeah, 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 and it was just a respect thing, yeah, yeah. Chefs got chefs get some rest, yeah. Period. No, I agree. Yeah, what you got? So, mines for this week is. Do things for intention, not attention. Okay. So. Intention. Intention, okay, yes. I got you. So far too, far too often, especially in the social media age that we live in, people don't do things. People aren't as genuine as they once were. People don't do things because they know in their hearts it's the right thing to do. People do things because they know You're doing anything I'm about for to the get clout. a bunch I'm about to get a bunch of I'm about to get a bunch of views. Do anything for the clout. Yeah. Do anything for the clout. And it's like, bruh, if you don't have my best interest at heart when you're doing something for me, but your best interest because you know it's gonna make you look good, I'd rather you not do it because then I know mm-hmm. it didn't come from a genuine place. Right. So do things for intention, people, not attention. No, that's a fact. That's a hard part. There ain't no, there's no deep dive into that. No, that thing, that's self-explanatory. Leave it right there. Yeah, so that's mine for this week. Short and sweet. I got you. So, I came up with this question after an episode of Martin. And if you know Martin, is probably like in my top five favorite TV shows of all time. So my question for you is, what is your favorite TV moment involving food? So now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some time. I'm gonna give you some time, and I give you mine, right? Mine's and yours might be the same. I don't know. It may you, maybe because you brought up Martin, and there's one in particular that sticks out in my mind for sure. Soon, like, like as soon as you said food's involved, you know what? Let me let me. I see. have I have two, so I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, I got you. Because if you say the one that I think you're gonna say, I'm just gonna say the other one. Okay, so remember you brought up the story about him carving the beef, and he was like, "It's a little too bloody." Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I got a lot of different questions." Yeah, I had to dial myself back because I'm like, mm, "I I know what he's saying, I know what he saw, but the culinary part of me is like, this that wasn't blood. It wasn't. What was it? Hemoglobin." Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> my favorite TV show moment involving food is Martin, and I'm gonna put it in. When we do the episode description of when Gina cut the turkey and it started bleeding. Okay, I wasn't thinking of that one. Oh, okay. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. Blood is not a thing. It's just. It's the it's, most of the time it's like the water within the meat and maybe a little blood. But what people say is like blood is not blood. On this episode of Martin, they were having Thanksgiving dinner, and Gina was cooking dinner, 
And they were like, I don't know, that turkey ain't cooked enough. And she cut into it. And actual blood <laughs> came out of this turkey. I, to this day, cry laughing. It is insane. Because it's not real. It's TV shit. But the idea of it is fucking hilarious. Okay. So that's my favorite food TV moment of all time. All right. Mine's same same show, St. Martin. Mm-hmm. And I believe this was also a Thanksgiving episode. Okay. It might be the same exact episode, but I don't think it is. So mine's is when they were out and they came back to the apartment to have dinner. Mm-hmm. And bruh man climbed through the window. It is the same episode. He ate everything. Ate everything. <laughs> Martin lost his shit. Wouldn't you? Yeah. He lost his shit. And it's like, well, you know, you left your window unlocked. I was hungry. <laughs> listen. You know? Listen. I seen all that food. I said, Sh- I ain't making a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Did, let me tell you, that happened to me one time at what? work. Somebody ate your shit? Yeah. Oh, man. So we used to, we were doing family meal. So um, this particular morning, I don't even know why I was there in the morning. I just knew I was there and I opened. So I was like, out. Oh, so we used to do family breakfast or dinner, depending on what shift you were. All right. I made an amazing breakfast. I did two egg, scrambled eggs, cheese eggs. I did French toast and pancakes, home fry. I did the whole thing. I'm like, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to at least enjoy being here. So I go, I finish, I put it up, I come back, go to run to the bathroom, start doing paperwork, I come back, nothing's there. <laughs> nothing's there. So I'm like... Wait, like nothing like you made yourself a plate and had it set into the side? No, 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 no. The plate, I didn't even make my plate yet. All, I mean, all the food was gone? Gone. Gone. So I go check in the dining room, Nobody, like everybody's like, where's the food? I'm like, I thought y'all greedy asses ate it all and didn't save me none. They go, there ain't no food. And I'm like, what? And I thought they were playing. Don't you know that morning dishwasher thought it was left out overnight and tossed it? Oh, shit. But it was hot. Common sense ain't common, yo. Like, the shit was hot. Common sense is not common. And I said, why'd you throw it away? And he said, there was nobody here to ask. And I said the same thing, but it was hot. And he was like, but y'all have left the window on all night too before. So I was like, so <laughs> now we all about to starve. He was like, no, 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 I'll make you some. And I was like, nope, you won't. <laughs> you won't. Don't touch nothing until we tell us, till, until we tell you to. Bruh, what I tell you, I was like, I was like, yeah, them home fries, psh, cheese eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have killed him that morning. What? Yes. Damn. You know it's, how you make like family meal is like an event. And depending on who's making family meal dictates the kind of day you're going to have. No, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get like, that. So the fact I was like, they like, whoa, wait, what the fuck? Like, Mills, you here in the morning? Right. And you take, like, we don't got to worry about no, and you doing a family meal? Oh, sh- we about to have a good day. Right. And I was like, no, we not. <laughs> no, we not, because we ain't got no breakfast. And it's funny because I've never done anything like that. And I never will, because I have common sense. Mm-hmm. But if you was to ask any of my coworkers, family, whatever, that, mm-hmm. that know me or that have been around me enough to pay attention to know, one quality 
that I have, if you leave some shit sitting around, you'll ask. I'm going to move it. Uh, what do you mean? Like, I'm the ultimate clean as I go person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. So you. not only am I cleaning my station, I'm cleaning your station and your station and <laughs> your station. And if I know with some shit out of place that shouldn't be where it's at, I'm gonna put it where it's supposed to be. But they might that this person might not have been finished using it. Mm-hmm. So then they come back and it's gone. And everybody knows the feeling of Pat hey, I just had Pat, oh. P- Pat touched it. It had <laughs> it had to be, it had to have been him. Because nobody else is going to touch this. Like, it had to have been him. And they all, hey, hey, hey Pat, where is such and such? And I'm like, oh, it's over there. Why is it over there? Because that's where it belongs. Yeah, but I wasn't done using it yet. I just dipped off for a second. How, how did I know? I, I ain't know. So I'm trying my best not to touch people's shit no more. But I ain't making no promises. Uh, well, well, no. And it's, it's a, th- a cleanliness thing, too. Clean as you go, mise en place, everything in its place. Like, these are kitchen one-on-one things that some people just don't have. Like, like I'll be, I'll work with, I've worked with some people and I would be like, I would, I would hate to see how you live. Well, fortunately for me, nobody that I currently work with is that bad. There's been people, mm-hmm. but nobody's that bad. It's just... Once I get into this mode, especially when I know the day is going to be over soon, I'm like, I'm trying to go. I get that. I get that from you, too, bro. (laughs) I'm trying to go. And I'm going to clean all of this up, hoping that nobody makes a mess so we don't have to do it again. So let's just stay out of this area over here. But I'm trying to fucking go and... Let's let, let's let's get ready. Like the countdown in my mind, the countdown's begun. It's the final countdown. For yeah, me. yeah. Once you're halfway through the shift, it's it's like the final countdown. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh well, Pat must be ready to go because you see X, Y, and Z, and it's like, no, yeah, yeah, it's time to yeah. go. Like this just happened yeah. to be the other day. I scrubbing, cleaning. So we close at nine. So six thirty, seven o'clock. I start getting everything ready. I start cleaning, cook. Takes a hotel pan. Instead of lifting it up and walking it around the table. He drags it down the table? Yes. Ooh. No, no, no. Not just one table. Drag it across two tables. Because the way that the tables are set up, they're like, um, they're horizontal. Okay. And so you got that little gap in the middle. So right. instead of just lifting it up and going around the table, just drag it across the two tables. And I say, yo, you just saw me wipe this table down. Why the fuck would you drag that pan across it? Well, it's not dirty. And I go, look at my table. Is it clean or dirty now? It's a big ass streak on it. What? <laughs> but that's a water streak. That's the problem. It shouldn't be any streak. And I polish the tables. Ooh. My bad, Chef. And you know you got to wait for it to dry before you reapply the polish. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God. I'm like, yo, y'all got to think. Like, I can't think for y'all. They don't pay me enough. Yeah. So. I know. Yeah, I get that. Listen, it's time. So we putting the meal out. Mm-hmm. And I'm already running my water. <laughs> I feel you. Listen, I do. I got the mop bucket ready, so it was like, "Yo, look! As soon as you ready, we got it. Let's go." And listen, I'm black people. Black people kind of clean, right? I'll fill up the tilt kettle with just water, bring it to a boil, and then I'll cut open the the chemical uh, container and pour it in myself. Y'all don't want y'all self measuring my shit. Dump the hot water in. Like I know you supposed to 
it's it's a certain yeah certain ratio ratio yeah but nah fuck that my ratio was hot ass water and a lot of soap. This <laughs> is how you talk growing up black. Yeah, no, yeah. If you, you don't see the suds, <laughs> it ain't it ain't it ain't clean. And then you know, exec said to me like a month ago, make that water as hot as your hand can bear. If you know you you can't stand to put your hand in it, you're good to go. Yeah, you know that's official. You let it cool down a little bit. We don't want no second or third degree burns. Mm-hmm. But how can anybody effectively clean anything with lukewarm water? And then he got into the science of it because you know the, the, the grease is going to congeal and you're just going to move it around. It's going to get thick, and then you're not cleaning it. You think you are, but you, you ain't cleaning it. it. You're just moving dirt around. Yada yada yada. And it was one of those duh moments for me, where it was oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that he had to say that because I was in such a rush to try to get it done. I was half-assing, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit! You're the standard. You're the standard bearer now. Yeah. So even when they, you think they're not looking at you, they looking. So that's one thing. Like a, a piece of word of advice given to you, they looking at you, and and the the moment they can say. Well, Pete did it halfway, and it's okay. Yeah. That's the moment. So you always got to be on point. Yeah. You could do the bullshit when you're by yourself. Yeah. But when they watching, it be <laughs> like, like, listen, my utility person, so we had, so normally we have three at night. Two called out. That was, that was by design. I don't okay. That was by design. No, well, not not really. So uh, one call, one call, two utility people call out on the same day, and they all work the same shift. One called out, and then chop chop the other one. So I go to the. I said, listen. I say, listen. You don't move from the machine. I'll take care of everything else. He was like, you sure? You know, it's a lot of work. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because you don't know me. But I got everything else. Don't worry about it. So, I'm get sweeping mobbing, doing all that stuff. I might, you know, what's speaking of sweeping mobbing, I give two tales because I meant to tell you one of them a couple weeks ago. How you cussed me out? Well, who cussed you out? You. I cussed you out. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got, y'all got to hear this. Yeah. So I'll give y'all two tales for this week. But this will be doing right now. No, no, no. We're not jumping oh, the tale. But this is the story. Yeah, finish the story. Okay. So like, he like, why you why you got two mop buckets for mopping? <laughs> so. I go, oh, you dunk the clean water and you rinse it out on this one. And once you pick, once you finish mopping your section, you lift it up, you put the, you wring out the dirty water from that mop and then you do it again. So I got a, a clean bucket and a dirty bucket. Yeah. And he was like, you got a problem. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, just put the fucking mop in the water. And I was like, I'm not mopping a, a a dirty floor with dirty, water. with dirty water, and I'm not putting more dirty water back into the clean bucket. That don't make sense. So I was like, unless you want to start uh, refilling that mop water every two hours, like I'm gonna tell you to do, you're gonna start doing it this way. And then he he was like, he shook his head, he walked away, he came back, he's like, it smells good as shit in here. I was like, I know. This is how you clean. You don't just move dirt around, right? You <laughs> you get it up, right? So. Yeah, it'd be and it's funny you say that because that's the way my utilities guy 
I already said his name. Mm-hmm. I told yeah, you the story, yeah. Mr. Rodney. That's the way he told he he like he, that's you know once me and him got cool, really started to yeah. to to mesh. That's what he put me on to, and was like, no, nah, yada yada yada, broke it down. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, so for all these years, I've been mopping floors wrong. Mm-hmm. Not, nah, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And and it kitchens like at home is different. You know what's on your floor. Yeah. In kitchens, though, it's one of them things. And plus, and people forget, like, you know how when people are mopping, somebody walk across the middle of the floor? It's like, you got to go back over that again. And it's like, wow, it's going dry. And I was like, he's going, you have a dry footprint in the middle of the floor. Yep. So, not for sure. So, yeah, what you, what you got for us, man? What else we, what else we talking about this week? I mean, I thought we was going to move right to another segment. Yeah, we can. I mean, All right, what's up? Where we at? Where we I at? Mean, you can go right to, uh, let me see. You can go to Ask a Chef. All right. Ask a chef. We always got something. I, I, I still don't got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> In that cool. regard. It's cool, man. It's cool. Um, What types of foods or... Okay, let me give this person a name. They didn't leave a name, so at least, you know, you got a name for this person? And we don't know if it's male or female at all? At all. All right. Um, Let's just say we're going to call this person Roberta. Roberta, <laughs> Roberta, what's going on? Roberta, uh, what types, what type of foods or menus do you hate cooking? Um. All right. Well, there's no food in particular that I hate cooking that mm-hmm. I've cooked so far. I can't speak for anything that I haven't made, mm-hmm. but as far as menus. I hate cooking repetitive menus. Okay. Where people want the same shit all the time. Because I look at it like it's easy. It's going to be an easy day. I know what I'm doing. But y'all don't have any desire to have anything new, mm-hmm. nothing different. Especially when you're, like I said, when you're cooking for the same people, like switch it up a little bit. All right. Yeah. Once it gets repetitive, it gets mad boring. So is there like And it kind of makes my day longer because I done prepped everything up so fast and I'm waiting to fire. Now I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs playing tiddlywinks. Waiting for the day to go by and there's only but so much you can do in the kitchen when everything's done. I'm not going and looking for nothing at this point. I'm just chilling. At this point you have to because you got to set the example. But is there like... I know you said any repetitive things, but there's like one thing like could be burgers, cheese, like something. Um, chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> the process, the process, and then oh yeah, and then it's that one day where you have it so figured out that you forget to set the timer. And instead of your cheese being ooey gooey, the cheese on top of that joint. Black is asphalt. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, we, we, ain't, we ain't serving this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still good. I'd eat it, yeah, at home, but we can't serve this to them. So, chicken parm is like that, that one two minute window that you have where it goes from delicious to destroyed. Mm-hmm. So, I would have to say chicken parm. Okay, I can I can see that many uh 
Yeah, we used to do so at this one place I worked. We used to that was like the the staple chicken parm, chicken parm. So it used to be as big as we had, we at my crib now, yo. But it's just, it used to be make them as big as that placemat. The chicken parm, yeah. What? Yeah, not the plate, the dish itself. The dish itself. How many? What? Like with a five five ounce breast. Was y'all butterflying it? No, it was mallet pounding it all the way down. Okay, so. <laughs> it, so if that's the thing about it as all damn near as big as that probably a little smaller and then we get in them things all night because that's like the staple right <sighs> now would y'all already have them prepped to the point where now all you gotta do is is fire it or, or do like one two more steps and then fire it depends on who's working okay because everybody did shit different yeah so I would have 25 in a tuck ready to go and then i will have another 10 to 15 ready to be floured and battered okay so the 25 you would have was already battered and floured all they got to do is put it in a put, um, put saute it, pan yeah okay. and that was another thing it wasn't no fire action with saute pan so so that 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 tacked on a couple extra minutes of the mm-hmm. process not but we were we had like a amount of time we had to get it out so it was like if your saute person was good that night, they really, because they were pounding them so thin, it'd take two minutes on each side. Got you. So it's not even, we're not even worried about if they're cooked in the center because they're automatically cooked in the center. We worry about how much color we're going to get. Got you. So, and we used to cover the whole, the whole, there was no, not one part of it was, sh- of the chicken you could see, it was all covered in cheese. Mm. So it looked like a pizza with no crust. Okay. So... But uh, for me, one thing I hated, I don't know. One thing I hated, I had, it's funny, we both had a short stint in a particular area of the city. So I was working for this one place where Cubans was on the menu. So it's like Cuban sandwich? Cuban sandwich, Swiss, ham, pulled pork, Dijon. Or a regular mustard, it don't matter. That was a thing. And how they did it was asinine to me. Oh, uh, okay. Because they would build the whole sandwich, put it in the oven, take it apart to add stuff, and and then, um, you know, that's how they were heating it up. So in my head, I'm like, you got a whole steam table. Just put each component in the steam table and just build it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. But I hated that that thing. I hated not necessarily the sandwich because I can't tell you what it tastes like. You know, like pork. Yeah, exactly. But the setup of it was like this is stupid. This is stupid. And this and this is another. This will be a tales way later down the line. But okay, that situation I walked into at that that place fucked up. I bet fucked up. Cause I apply, I'll just give it over. You. I apply. I got hired a suit, and then two days later, they said we need you as an exec, but uh, we not gonna fire the current exec. Y'all just gonna switch roles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bro. It was fucked up. You talk about slapping the face. I walked out. I'm talking about to the both of y'all. It was to him. Yeah, like so. Y'all gonna hire this motherfucker and then demote me? Mm-hmm. I'd rather just leave. Me and him had a conversation, and he wasn't going to, and that's what hurt me about it. He wasn't going to leave. He was going to take the demotion? Yeah. 
and I was like, something happened, but that was like one of the places I walked out. Something happened. Something happened that made me walk out. Okay. I was. I would have been like, listen, I'm looking for another job. Like, I'm not gonna do this to you, especially because you look like me. Like, we're not doing that. But something happened. I was like, yeah, I'm not staying here. Hmm. This place. And then after you left, they probably still got rid of him anyway. I think he's still there. To this day? To this day. And how long ago was this? 16, 15. Okay. So it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. That's long enough, though. Well, it's, yeah, it's too long for him to know what they was like trying to actively do to him, and he still stuck around for that shit. Yeah. Through the pandemic and all. They might have been, I'm pretty sure they might have been closed for the pandemic, but the workforce with culinary so fucked up, they probably still got him back. Yeah. Because if you, like, yo, like, if you really think about it, especially in culinary, after the pandemic, where the fuck did everybody go? They opened up their own places or they went into something different. Because they, there's no, because realistically, there's no, there's not a long shelf life in this. No, it isn't. But it's crazy because it's like, yo, like. Where'd the good ones go? For the amount of people mm-hmm. that they were looking to hire, and to this day, they still people some places still can't get fully staffed. It's like, bruh, we can't. Where did everybody go? The the good, it's the like the good ones. Okay, so it's like tears. I think, and I could be completely wrong, but I got a pretty good sense of the business. It's tears. You got the older tier during COVID who said. Fuck this! I'm just gonna retire early. Right. That next tier of like, oh my god! Finally, this old motherfucker retired. Now I can get my shot. Then the next tier is, I'll do anything. Just give me the shot. Right. And then the tier under is the serviceable, the ones that just want to come in, do their thing, and go home. And they're really good, and they could be great. They either went on and got paid. Because you can't, there's a certain amount of money you can't turn down. I don't care what nobody say. Right. You can't turn that that certain amount of money you can't turn down that they were probably getting, or they went off and started their own shit. Right. And they got everybody else. The ones that you don't want, but you can't get rid of because you know you ain't gonna get nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. 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 That's that's solid. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. I I can agree with that. Like. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's this the culinary specifically, as well as nursing too. Got a raw deal during COVID. Yeah, because there was no remote work. Yolanda, <laughs> she had to work the entire time. Ah, engineer, don't say that. <laughs> we said we we said her name plenty times. We never said her name. We just called her something else. Oh, I yeah. didn't know how you. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I don't care. All the right, baby, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. She had to work the entire time. Mm-hmm. The entire time. No, for sure. And only got hazard pay once. Listen to this. And so you know my you know my mom's ER nurse. Yeah. Retired. During during during, during COVID? During COVID. Okay. Never got hazard pay. Yo. And she it was two reasons specifically in that she was like, I'm done. It was how the fuck y'all not giving me hazard pay and the amount of people walking in and not walking out. Yeah. 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 yeah and she so she finally got it mm-hmm. way after the fact but it wasn't what it should have been it wasn't what it should have been and you know they had the audacity to tax it but you see but but listen to this you see what 
society says about that. Where'd all the money? Think about it this way: during the pandemic, where'd all the money go? Just in general, it went to. I mean, if you ask, my not PPP, opinion, not PPP, not that kind of stuff. Okay, but you think about who got paid? Retail. Oh yeah, entertainment. And Entertainment as far as what? Because a lot of movie theaters was closed. Okay, movie theaters was closed. And a lot of them stayed closed. And they went where? Right to Extreme Max. Right to streaming. They got paid. Well, they got paid big time. Big time. So, and entertainment as far as everybody on Twitter Spaces, Clubhouse, um, Instagram Live. What was the DJ name that was DJing for like damn that twenty four hours? Straight? Oh my god! And now he do he working for the president. Like yeah, entertain yeah. like those are the yeah. people who got paid because it was everybody. Let's keep your mind occupied right. while we fuck up outside. Right. We can Y'all keep- don't even notice we fucking up outside. Right. And then and it's people- crazy because that that DJ challenge shit that shit burnt me out so fast. Yeah. So fast. Mm-hmm. So fast yeah i was like what the fuck is going on in the world culinary got a raw deal super raw deal super raw deal and um just the medical got a super raw deal. speaking of culinary because this is what we do mm-hmm. speaking of culinary in the pandemic i'm a book market we're going to have to dedicate an episode coming up just to culinary during the pandemic especially highlighting the crazy soar in food prices Mm-hmm. And we spoke on this very briefly. I think we spoke on this off air briefly, but the black in, business. No, that's okay. coming to the impending food crisis that's on the horizon. Listen, we could touch on that because really com- quick. It's, it's coming. coming. No, no, it's coming. It's coming. So like, I you know am- how like like Indian over the hill. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's right there. Hey, listen, guys. This is the only thing I want to say. We're going to bookmark and still have that conversation. Y'all better learn how to fish. Y'all better learn how to hunt. And y'all better learn how to cook outside. Y'all better. You know how to, you know how to fish? A little bit. I I haven't done it in years. No, okay. Go to Dick Sport and Good and go get your fishing license. 13 bucks. It may be a little bit more. But learn how to hunt. When this food crisis comes... And eggs is $22 for a a carton. Y'all better figure out how to survive, how to grow. Well, you know what they're going to do. They're going to run up in people's houses, and they're going to run up in the the markets, and then the National Guard is going to get called in here right all over again. All over. Well, yeah, it definitely did. It happened during COVID. Yeah. But the thing is, what y'all going to do? when Say if y'all run up in these stores and take all the food, and then they ship you off. Upstate. Now, what if they, while you upstate, they tell you, we don't got no more food? What y'all gonna do? And y'all locked up. And y'all locked up. What y'all gonna do? You can't survive off oodles and noodles. I mean, it's it, only for so many chi chis you can make. Oh, oh psh, listen. Even for the people that's not booked up, you gotta learn how to be self sufficient. Yeah. You have to. You have to. You know why, like, I hate to get, like, political about this, but, like, the idea of a supermarket, I'm sure when they first introduced it, people had a fit. I can grow this stuff in my backyard. Why do I got to pay you for it? 
Right. And that's when capitalism starts. Now we're di- direct beneficiaries of capitalism. Like it's a great thing, but we got to get back to being self-sufficient. Yeah. I have a friend of mine, mm-hmm. his dad fishes and hunts who taught him how to fish and hunt. He taught his son how to uh-huh. fish and hunt and they, they, they hunt. I want to say two, three times a month and he can shoot it, kill it. He can gut it. Mm-hmm. He can fillet that thing, mm-hmm. uh, vacuum seal all that shit, yeah. and then when you open his deep freezer, it' good for the next three years. The amount of politically correct name, the amount of venison, yeah, venison, yeah, and and other tasty treats that's in his freezer, elk, moose, probably will make your head spin. And he says it's all delicious, all of it, all of it. I had a chef, right? I don't want to put this term on him, the R word. I don't think he was. Oh, okay. I don't want to. Matter of fact, I don't want to put the term on him, even though I think he was. He came from that old school. This is what culinary is. Not only that, he was from over there. He's from Germany. Oh. So it got to he was really he was really trying to break me. Okay. And he couldn't. And then once he realized he couldn't, he respected me. It turned into from saying, you know, my first name to chef. One day, <laughs> we were just randomly talking, and he was just telling me about his culinary journey, which is, I, I got to find that dude, because he got some gems to drop. He was like, if you ever hit a deer or get into a car accident, call me. I said, why? He was like, we going to eat. And I was like, I started laughing. I'm like, that's crazy. I don't want no fractured venison, like rib puncturing, like something. Like, no. A couple weeks go by. I'm in the kitchen. I'm on the line. So the way at this particular place I worked, there was, you know, you had the regular line. And then all the equipment was so tall, you couldn't see the banquet prep prep area. All you heard was, boom. Deer on the table? Yep. Still warm. Like it just got killed. Yeah, his his homie was like, "Come get this," and he went and got it, and, and he, he butchered it in the kitchen. Yes. Ooh, and it was like, I was disgusted, but he was like, he said the same thing. He was you better he, learn how to do this. He was surgical with it, wasn't he? What surgical? I wish there was a better word for surgical. It was like I I couldn't believe he was doing the things he did with a chef knife. That must have been a Invest in your knife. chef knives, guys. Go ahead and spend some money on a chef knife. Because. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. Because one of the concepts that I have written down for us mm-hmm. is take care of your tools. Take care of your tools. Yo, I have a. If you're in the business, you know, I have a global G2 chef knife. It's a hundred plus dollar knife for one knife. I treat that. <laughs> All my anime fans out there, one of my one of my line cooks, he be like, "Yo, that's your Ichigo blade from uh, I don't know if you fuck with it, but it's an anime called Bleach, and he got this this it's like this legendary sword or whatever. That's what he called. It's my funny name. you say that. Somebody that I follow on Instagram is heavy into anime, yeah, and she posted on her stories mm-hmm. last night 
that she was watching Bleach and Bleach was across her screen. The screen was black and Bleach was in pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, Bleach. And yeah. there you go. There you go. See, it's <laughs> so my man. He'll call. He'd be like, Yo, sh-. he'd be like, Yo, something about to happen. He got Ichigo blade out. So like, take care of your tools. Take care of them. Yeah, they they will work for you. You just got to take care of them. And for people starting out that either don't have the money to buy that kind of a chef knife, start off not or haven't graduated yet to that kind of chef knife there's very there's very sharp sustainable good to use chef's knives that you can buy either at amazon excuse me i didn't mean to say amazon either at sam's club or restaurant depot for sure hey, listen i got i have long last i think they're called long lasting cuts at restaurant depot those knives the ones with the white handles no no those are dexter's okay Long, I think they're long lasting cut or lasting cut. Those are the black handle ones. I have one of those in my knife bag. I got the um the white handle ones. I got listen. I still have my very first chef knife, yeah. my very first one from '09. Still have it. Still use it to this day. Cause you take care of it, and that and you you sharpen it and everything else. Yes, sir. Yeah. So please take care of your tools, please. And that's something that. I didn't appreciate at the hotel when my mm-hmm. man was cussing me out every other day. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you went here using these dull ass knives. <laughs> and then he was like, man, well, where's your, where's your knives at? And I was like, I don't got none because we got plenty here. And he was like, yeah, but you need your own stuff. Yeah, invest in and yourself. And I was like, I didn't, start, I didn't buy, I didn't start buying my own equipment until the pandemic when I was working out of my house. It, it, it's a, it's a different thing. Night it? and day. And then he he always said to me, "This is why I'll never let you use my shit because you ain't going to be in here dulling my shit up and disrespecting my." And then my you can't, then you don't even know how to properly sharpen it. He's like, "Well, get the fuck out of here, chunk." And I'm like, "All right, yo." <laughs> but he was right though. Yeah, he was, right. He was his, right. His delivery was so fucked up, but he was right. But he from, he from that. He era. from right. He from around the way. And he from the era of yeah. Ain't no, we don't rent knives. Like what? Bring your own, or you gonna be cutting with a butter knife all day? Yeah. So yeah, I, so yeah, so yeah. Shout out, you know, that was a good, good um, ask a chef segment. Let's get into tales. What you got, P? All right. So <laughs> the title of my tales is called "Thief in the Kitchen." Thief in the kitchen. <laughs> Thief in the kitchen. <laughs> I can only imagine. And. It wasn't even somebody that actually worked in the kitchen with us, but I figured out exactly who it was. So the okay. way the way the kitchen in the hotel was designed, if you were coming from the lobby or the front desk or mm-hmm. wherever you was coming from to get to the employee cafeteria, you had to walk through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about regular hotel staff, valet, whoever, yeah. you got to walk through the kitchen. So it was this guy. I never knew his name, but it doesn't matter. It was this guy. He worked for valet. He was homeless. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew. But people alluded to maybe he's homeless because. Same things every day. He smelled like trash truck juice on a hot summer day. 
That's first off, you didn't have to say that. You could have just say he didn't have access no. to a shower. No, I had to let you know how severe it was. I I got imagination. So, <laughs> but I, the the listeners had to know how severe it was. Okay, and it wasn't like this all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what led us to believe he ain't living right. Some Something, something's wrong. So, come to find out, he was actually sleeping downstairs in the men's locker room at night after his shift because he worked at night, and then during the day he would be wherever he was until he came to work, but. All of the refrigerators and the freezers and everything got locked at the end of, at the end mm-hmm. of the night. Of course. And um, but remember, I said in cafeteria, one of my responsibilities was to do the cakes and the pastries and stuff like that for banquets the, for the, the next day. Mm-hmm. So all my stuff would be on the plates, double saran wrap, labeled, yada yada yada. So when they came in in the morning, they can grab their stuff and they can go. Right. Heat came down on me because people were assuming that I wasn't setting my stuff up the way I was supposed to. And I'm like, no. When have y'all ever known me to half step setting up anything? Mm. Especially these pastries. And they're like, well, I need more. It's not set up, yada, yada, yada. Bull would come in and open the saran wrap and take stuff out and then at night even- and then saran wrap it back. To make it seem like nobody was in there. But if you had the eye, you can clearly see something Somebody's, ain't right. Yeah. Somebody was in this shit or Pat, Pat lacking. So after they got it out of their heads that it wasn't me, they had me set the stuff up and put it someplace else. And one of the banquet staff had a little hidden camera and set that shit up. Right across from where the pastries was, and they caught him. And they caught him. Candid camera on camera. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. It's listen. The fact that he was homeless and he was maintaining a job, trying to not be homeless anymore. I'm, ass- I'm assuming. No, no, is, no. Is a is a big up to him. Yeah, shout out. Big to up him. to him. But um, he bit off more than he could chew with that, and it was just like, yo. And mind you, this went on for like two months. Until they finally caught him? Until they finally caught him. And like, because he was smart. He was smart with it. He would only do it if he was like really hungry and have nothing to eat. So mm-hmm. it wasn't continuously. It might have been like, like like once a week or like twice a week, depending on what was going on. Right. And he never took a lot. He just took enough to where it was though he figured he wasn't going to, it was, it was unnoticeable. Mm-hmm. But when you got this this catering banquet staff has been doing this for 20, 30 years. They know. They know they counts. They know. I'm just glad they got the heat off of me. Because <laughs> they was looking at me like, not only you putting out subpar cafeteria food, but you you're not even, even setting right the milk. pastries up the right way. <laughs> like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, this, is, like, this isn't me. Like, I know how to fucking count. Like, if the count says it's for 30 people... And you want each person to be able to get two to three pieces, then you set up 90. <laughs> and then whatever comes back, we put it in the cafeteria for the staff. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how this goes. Y'all not going to sit here and tell me that I'm fucking up at everything. Did they apologize? Because this, this, I'm not accepting this shit. They apologize? Once, no. Not, not right away. <laughs> not right away. Not. Once they found out what uh-huh. was really going on. Everybody owed me an apology. No, no, that's what I'm asking. Did they give you a apology? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Except, for, except for my man. He like, man, you lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you would be the one. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody else apologized, but he was like, "Man, it's still fuck you." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all right." But so that's my that's my tales from the kitchen. I got you. I'm gonna give you two. So one of them I owed you, and this is a little quick, John. This is about when I'm, I, I said this on a couple a couple hours ago when uh, I was a wee lad, and this is I love how you try to set it up. Yeah, with the wee but it's lad true. Shit. It was true. I was a young kid. This is the first time I came in. This might have been, I might have been off from school during the week, whatever, holiday, whatever. You know, Flossie Bird was like, yo, you want to come in in the morning? I was like, sure. And she was like, all right, 630. And I was like, what? <laughs> I get up at 630 to go to school. That means I got to wake up at five o'clock. So she was like, yeah. <laughs> and she laughed it off. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I come in. I think you trained me. You trained me for half the day. Half the day? Yeah. Because I don't know if they had you doing something else after. And then Mike. Oh, oh I about to say, he put you with Mike. Then Mike <laughs> trained me for the rest of the day. So you was on your own, basically. Yes. He I was, was in that pot own. room, bored and hot. He was the king of, yo, just do this. I'll be right back. Yes. And then. I know uh, where the story's going. Yes. I so, know I think, where I think you remember, Do you remember? I, yeah. I think I think I do. Yeah. So. Dude <laughs> says, just do the pots. I'll be right back. Goes to disappear. I'm sitting there, standing there. Pot's done. Waiting for him to come back. He finally comes back. He goes, yeah, go mop the kitchen. So I go, okay. Did you sweep? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just go mop the kitchen. Of course he didn't. And in that kitchen was my man P and Mr. Rob. Mr. fucking Rob was cool in the cucumber. Cool as hell. Pat was like, Pat comes up to me as I'm mopping and goes, did you sweep? I was like, no. Mike told me don't worry about it. Pat goes, you fucking crazy. <laughs> How the fuck you mopping over dirt? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing what I was told. I asked him if he swept. He said, don't worry about it. Just go ahead and mop. I assumed he swept. And Pat proceeded to lay into me about how much he hated this person. <laughs> <laughs> and cuss me out in between. So I was like, <laughs> you can interject here. Listen, I'm not even talking about dirt. It was like food on the floor. Yeah. And I'm, you can't say I'm Mike, not coachable. Mike did me the same way. Mm -hmm. But that's when fight or flight kicked in. And I just like, well, this is common sense shit. And the mm -hmm. other M was notorious for doing it too. Mm -hmm. And, um, Mr. Rob was the only one that uses brain 24-7. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> this lesson I carry with me is because of Mr. M and Mr. Rob. You can be the cook utility or dish likes, or you can be the cook they hate. Yeah, because it, it was night and day for them. Yeah, Mr. When Rob. People, when, when, yo, pe listen. When, when people knew Mr. Rob was in the kitchen and you was in that fucking pot room. You was going to get a have, lot of pots. You was gonna, but you was going to have a good day. And it was going to be clean. When M was in that jaw. You was going to get three pots, but it was going to be dirty. <laughs> Scorched. Scorched, yes. Yeah, a burnt. Like, bro, like, I had a three-day rule. If a pot had to soak for three days... I'm throwing it away <laughs> because there's no amount of elbow grease I can put in here, no chemical I can put in here that's going to scrape this shit off. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, and I would I would throw it away in, it, in silence. Sometimes so it would no, mysteriously pop back so up. So nobody would know that I got rid of this shit. No, I'm taking this shit down to the dumpster 
and pushing it and turning that shit on and crushing that shit myself. Are oh, you talking about the one all the way down the hill? All the way down the hill. <laughs> I'm taking that shit all the way down the hill. I'm putting it in the bottom of the dumpster, throwing the bags on top, and I'm pushing that shit down the hill and I'm getting rid of it. Bro, yeah, yeah. And don't get me fucking started on the slop room. The room you gotta walk past to get to the dumpster. The garbage disposal. Oh, I know. You know how you know how many times that shit spit on me, spit food back out that shit. What floss made me clean that shit out, bro. Me too. Like it used to be like, hey, listen, we need you to clean the garbage disposal room, and she would say that shit just so nonchalant, and I'm just like, you asking me to do what? And then you go down there, and it's like, no. She asked me. No, I ain't doing this. Mind you, I was working nights at this time, so it's dark out. It was probably still like getting light. That room ain't had no light in it. But it was still light outside. She was like, hey, can you come in for a couple hours? I'm in like, and mind you, where I went to high school, we ain't had no uniform. No, I was, I was street clothes. You, I ain't, had, you ain't had no work uniform? Or no, it was at home because you wasn't expecting work. But I was like, yeah, I'll come. You know, I'll come and get a couple extra dollars. Mm. I was like, I looked at that room from from the top to the bottom. I was like, like this is the wrong day to wear Jordans. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fucking put no plastic bags on your feet? I didn't think about that. Or saran wrap them bitches? I think I was working in socks for most of it. Them socks went in the trash. They did. And I, <laughs> all your was. Nah, you should have went upstairs from, and got some footies. I didn't. I you didn't wasn't putting two that. and two together. No. Yeah, no. Nah, you wasn't. Yeah, you know. Listen, a lot of my, like, because, you know, my mom used to work there. It used to, I didn't understand, like, the loopholes of. And the privileges you get from working in certain places. Yeah. So I didn't know none of that stuff until way later. Until I was like, damn, they're about to leave. I used to just go down and say, yo, mom, let me get your car and we'll get something to eat. Like, it be that thing. Yeah. Or like, get get socks. Yeah. And or, this, was a, this was a crazy drift. But to get back to our original topic, mm-hmm. yeah, he fucked you. He fucked me. And I couldn't believe that you was getting ready to mop this fucking floor with all this shit on. And you remember the circumference, how big, big that kitchen, kitchen floor was. And you had to hit the, the borders yes. and in between. Uh-huh. And then um, the crazy part is you probably did it. But when you worked that fucking four to seven. It was always me. First off, that shift was only three hours, ladies and gentlemen. But you did damn near eight hours worth of work mm-hmm. in them three hours. Lunch boxes, sandwiches, floors. Oh no, take the food upstairs. Floors, come bring the food back downstairs. Do pot room and do dishes. And take the trash out. And take end. the trash out. But you know what I loved? So, and we only we didn't get to do this a lot. But it was because it was mostly me and Dan because you was going. But when we was downstairs in the old kitchen. When you worked four to seven, most times either me or Dan was the people working 11 to seven. So our shifts would overlap. Oh, yeah. I remember them days. And it sounds corny, but it got me through every day. From four, no, excuse me, from five to six, I called that the power hour. You know why? Because from five to six, that's when the kitchen was empty because the food carts mm-hmm. went upstairs to the floors. And we did And right after, right after you got them carts out, from the front door of the kitchen all the way to that back window where the chemical room mm-hmm. was, you mopped the whole kitchen. The back hallway, the other side where the coffee machine and shit mm-hmm. was at, mopped all that shit. Went back up, got the carts, brought them down. 
then our job, the 11 to 7 people, was to bust them joints down. Clean the carts out, scrape the trays, do all that shit. Get the trash mm-hmm. ready for you. You get the trash together. You finish them pots. You run that trash out. You come back in. We done. We, we going got- home. That power hour was crucial. Yo, until, and it's crazy, and I'll jump in. After that, after this, I'll jump into my other tales. I didn't realize I was fucking my checkup that way. Now, I didn't care because, you know, I didn't care. But I right. was like, my check from September don't look like my one in December. And it's it's like, oh, no, you leaving 45 minutes early because y'all done 45 minutes early. Yeah, you a bounce. Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying right here for. Yeah, I got you homework to do. <laughs> yeah, you a bounce. You would, you would do. You would, you would bounce. And it's crazy because Gene, Wanda, whoever. I right, see you, see you. Yeah, because you getting off a clock. Yeah, and but they didn't even say like. And <laughs> it, it was one of them joints. If you knew, you knew. Yeah, and you ain't know, and they wasn't telling you. They didn't. And then it was. I was like, I wasn't tripping. I was. It was just like, I'm getting a little paper. Like I need prom money. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was chilling. Yeah. So it didn't. It didn't even matter. But jumping into. Um, the other tales. Damn, y'all getting two today. Y'all got three as a collective. But jumping into the the big one, I was work. I was working in this this steakhouse, and you always get strange requests, and okay. I get it. Modifications. Okay. I if I see something like we'll just say a caprese salad, which is basil, ba- fresh basil leaf, tomato, fresh mozzarella. I'll ask for a caprese with no tomato because I don't eat fresh tomatoes. Right. Uh, it's the acidity so i understand this one particular dude orders uh brussels ao which in italian is aglio e olio which is oil and garlic but he says and the modification says burnt so i go okay put a nice little char on him send him out server comes back he wants some more burnt so i go all right now at this point it's like a golden there's a little bit of black here but not much he brings it back i I bring it up again now it's like a little more black still golden still edible sends it back once it burnt i'm like i doesn't want professionalism kicks in i don't feel comfortable sending this this out like this so then chef i talked about the other day, it was like, give it to me, I'll do it. Dust. Charred them. Damn. T- like, bl- you could blow it, Brussels spouts, and it would turn into dust. This motherfucker squeezed a lemon over it and devoured them shits. I was like, what the fuck? Chef pulls me to the side. This is the one and only constructive conversation we had where we weren't trying to shit on each other. He was like, listen, I know you care about what you do, but if you got to give them what they want. And I was like, I get it, but I was like, you just gave them a, a bowl full of ash. And he was like, that's what they wanted, right? That's what they kept. You had to do it four or five times, and I had to do it once. Give them what they want. And I was like, what if I sent it out like that? And he sent it back and said it was too burnt. Then he was like, well, you'd you be in the same position you are right now. So what difference does it make? Give them what they want. When I tell you, it was like, <laughs> I could not. It looked like smoldering trash. That's how like burnt and black it was. It wasn't even like Brussels anymore. Mm. That's crazy. So, so 
That was a little quick, John. I had a customer like that. Nah, yo. No. But the, but the customer I'm talking about was a repeat offender. Oh, but come and do it all the time? All the time. Oh, he came back. He definitely came back. Once he got what all he officially wanted, he time. came back. Yeah. And this was at the hotel that, that I was at before I, I was where I am now. This dude came in, but he always ordered the same shit. It never changed. Mm-hmm. He would order three courses. He would get the... He would get the um. It was, it's crazy because we had a caprese salad as well, mm-hmm. but he would always get his with a piece of salmon, black and salmon. That sounds good. He would get the caprese salad with the black and salmon. Mm-hmm. Then for dessert, he would get the cheesecake, and for his main course, it was odd because you add salmon to your salad, which could be an entree on any given night. And he had regular salmon. But no, he would get the soup. For his entree, so it was kind of backwards. It's like you would think I would get the soup first, then the salad with the salmon. He would get the salad with the salmon first, then he would get the lobster bisque soup, Mm. and then he would get the cheesecake. That's common though, because you eat heavy in the beginning and you taper off towards that. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. Now our lobster bisque was not a small bowl. Well, it shouldn't be. So, um, and 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 he was, it would be. Wait to be seated, but he would always seat himself. Mm-hmm. He would take the top corner table by the window so you could look outside and see the sidewalk. He would always seat himself, and then sometimes the servers wouldn't even know he was there because he seated himself. And then he's like, "Well, what took y'all so long?" Well, sir, you're supposed to wait to be seated, but you know, it is what it is. We're here now, so what's up? Mm-hmm. And he would get the same thing. And then we had an open concept. We had the window where you could see in the kitchen if you're sitting up top, mm-hmm. which I hated because mm-hmm. you got the kids that run past and they peek all in the window. Mm-hmm. And you got the one the belligerent kid that throws something in the window. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the family that gets that top table. It was like eight to ten of them, and they want to just feel exclusive. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to talk to you through the window. Please don't coach me on how to cook your food. <laughs> I'm here for a reason. But yeah, I get it, man. So uh, so yeah, so with that being said, just close this one out. Yeah, that's cool. Good, yeah, nice and quick. This one flew by. It flew by. They all do, man. They all do. They do now. Before it was like I think we were so excited. It's like we gotta give him more. We gotta give him more. No, we gave him more, and then we dialed it back. We gave him a cool fifty. Then it was an hour and a half. Yeah. On the bad audio episode, and then we went back to cool 40, 40 50 minutes. Yeah. But that's our sweet spot. No, yeah, because I think any after that you're just talking at that point. Yeah. So with that being said, episode seven. What we calling this one? Uh. Dirty, Let me think about it. Dirty floors? Yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> that floor is filthy. Yo, listen, you will never say I'm not coachable. No, listen, I never I never said that. I never would because I knew you were. I just knew that you had to get out of your own way first before I could really ever say anything to you that would stick. Because you was... You was... Uh, and this isn't a jab, but I know you're uh, going to take it this way. It's about to be a jab. You coming into it, like mm-hmm. when you first started, you was Ferris Bueller. What you mean? You know how Ferris Bueller was cool as shit, but his attitude towards it was so laid back and nonchalant? 
Uh, bro, you got it, but yeah, of course. Yeah, you was. Bro, I was like, I'm. You was. You was. You was Ferris Bueller because it's like, listen, I'm here only because of my connection that I got. But don't think for a second I want to be here. Don't think for a second I want to fucking get to know y'all. Like <laughs> no, like, that like, part. Like none of this shit. That part. It was. I'm here for a short time, not a long time. I'm going to college. Like I'm just here to get a little couple of dollars. You know, keep myself occupied. Yeah, and, and then like because you were so standoffish. And it was like, nah, bro. Like this, this, this shit that this shit you want isn't what I want. I was, I was like, I gotta break this bull. I, I'm, I'm going out of my way to like knock him down a couple pegs just to get him down to reality because I don't know what reality he's living in. Oh, my reality outside. My, listen, <laughs> listen. This is this was my reality, and this is a funny ass story. You don't know this. You know what my reality was here. I'm. You're right. I was here for my connections. I'm just here. And it's cool, and I get to, you know, help floss out because that's my mom, homie. Right. That's all it was. I called out one day, and floss called my mom. I remember that. She, my mom, cussed me the fuck out, and I was like, "Man, floss a snitch." And then she was like, "She not a snitch. It's like this is somebody's life. You just playing around with it." And so then she said that, and I understood like. Yeah. One last last thing before we go. Quick shout out to your mom. Funny story I'm gonna tell. Uh oh. Remember that time we got in that fucking car accident in front of Central? And you, <laughs> you, you called your mom and it's like she fucking teleported. She was there and like from mind you, Central to to uh, yeah. to the place. Hey, 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 it hey. wasn't far. Don't say that name. You said a name. It was down the street. Yeah, it was. We was just but, down the street from my my school. But she got there so fucking fast. Like I'm. I look. Y'all okay? What happened? What's going on? And she was with the shits. She was ready to pop off. Yo, everybody that listen that know my mom. The fact that you verifying like how how like gangster. Yo. <laughs> She would. She wanted all the smoke, and it was an accident. Like well, it was yeah. an accident, clearly. But didn't didn't we get rear-ended? Yeah, we got bad. rear-ended, and like your car slid like ten feet. Yeah, gangster. And I should have opened the door and fell out on the side on the, in the street. <laughs> I, mean, I should have did too. I should have. I should have fell out in the street. We right, we right down the street from the gig. We, it wasn't far, and it was it was from the sister property too. So they'd have just been like, "Yo, they're employed, yeah, and they're in the system. We're in the network." What? We wasn't smart. <laughs> Not at that all. That day, we wasn't thinking. That day, she should have teleported and found us both laying in, in the street. I could. It could. It should have been. I couldn't do that to my mom. Oh yeah. At that time, she like I couldn't do that to her. Well, I should have did it. You definitely should have. I should have. And I'd have been like, gave her a little wink. Yeah, I should have <laughs> did it. But she got there so fast. Yeah, but and the, was t- ready to turn into Godzilla. It wasn't no Godzilla. That Godzilla is not who she would have turned into, bro. I did. It'd have been <laughs> fucking Scarface. You want to play around? Yeah, all right, yeah. Well, Frank Luke is like. I, I just know for whoever was involved, it was going to get dark for them real quick. <laughs> but okay. but once she calmed down. It was like a godsend. Yeah, because like, okay. she was like, are y'all really all right? It was like, yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, one, don't fucking scare me like that. And I'm going back to work. Yeah, gangster. 
Like, well, can I get a ride? Can I ride back up the hill with you? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What the fuck y'all doing around here anyway? <laughs> right. Like, 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 figure it the fuck out. Whatever y'all was doing, go figure it out now. Gangster. Shout out to Mom Deuce, man. Yeah, she she was ready to. She was she was about to risk it all that day. Listen, listen. My, and, and and what wasn't thinking twice. My brother got a story. That's an off the mic story, but he right. tell he he's seen it ten times worse. All right. <laughs> so. All right, All right, y'all. Well, that's it, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Love, peace, and chicken grease.